Hello, everyone. My name is Svetlana Mucha, and I am the founder and the leading matchmaker at Diola.com. Diola.com is a premium boutique matchmaking service that since 2008 introduces truly romantic, exceptional, and open-minded singles who believe that love knows no borders and no nationalities. At this channel, we talk about international dating, about relationship, about flirt, love, about matchmaking, about uh, dates, about romance. And traditionally, uh, together with me, I have our beautiful executive director, Katerina Romanenko. And um, in this episode, we have decided to continue talking about matchmaking process and specifically to discuss uh, building realistic dating expectations are and specifically to talk about requests regarding um, the match, like the qualities that uh, a lady or a man whom uh, our client wants to meet uh, has to have. Katerina, you're the person who um, is very strict about our rules and follows our rules to a T, which is great, we value it. And you're the person who tries to begrace the best criteria that will actually work for a client and we will open a secret to all our potential and current clients when we discuss the criteria we always do it in the interest of a client not because we want to make our work easier no because uh, with our psychologists with our team we sit down and we talk about our client and which criteria, what type of a woman we would like to introduce him to. So what type of a criteria we can actually put on paper and fulfill to get him the best results. Mm -hmm. uh, hello, everyone. And uh, it's a very interesting topic. As usually, we try to discuss uh, the most interesting uh, topics that will be useful for you when you uh, start dating, when you hire a matchmaker, or when you do it yourself. And of course, criteria of the search is a very important question too. Even if you don't think about it when you start to look for a better half, when you want to meet someone, when you want to build relationship, uh, maybe you don't ask yourself exactly about the list of criteria that you have, but I'm sure that if you see it, you think and uh, decide to put uh, some list on the paper, you will do it. Because anyway, all, we all people, uh, we have our interests, we have our preferences, we have expectations regarding all people that we meet in our life. Uh, friends, colleagues, but especially better halves when we want to build a relationship. And the question of criteria is so important that we even uh, made a special item, a special annex in our official agreement, because it's not a secret for all our clients, uh, our potential clients who have already communicated with us that before we start the matchmaking process, we always sign in the official agreement with the client um, to uh, get a better understanding and to give a better understanding to our client uh, what will be in included into the matchmaking process, uh, what stages it is consist of, 
uh, what rights, rules, and responsibilities will be during the process for the both parties and exactly I think, criteria. Katerina, mm-hmm. it is important to say responsibilities of both parties. Both, yes, both Not parts. only what a client should expect from us, but what mm-hmm. we expect from a client, what he will bring to the table to make the process efficient. Because uh, I always tell our clients that this is a teamwork and we will make sure that we do our part uh, of the green our job and now you have to make sure that uh, you also do what you must do to get the results you want yes of course and usually you know the official agreement usually it, it everywhere in all spheres of life it always consists uh, of uh, different responsibilities of both parties that are included into this agreement and of course it's very important for a client to understand his rights and responsibilities too uh, and exactly criteria of the search, the least of them, is one of the items that we discuss uh, before we signing the agreement. We approve this list and it is so important for us that we put uh, this criteria, this list, into the official agreement. And uh, why are we doing it? Um, it will help a client to understand that all the potential matches that will be interviewed during the matchmaking process and all the profiles that will be shown to our client during the matchmaking process when we already uh, make search for him, uh, they will um, uh, fulfill uh, this um, criteria that we put into the agreement. Compulsory criteria are very important, and all the ladies uh, whom you will be introduced to during the process, uh, they will match uh, that criteria of the search. That's why it's so important. And of course, if we start, if it is one of the first steps that we do during the matchmaking process, we can understand how important it is to understand the real criteria, the real important criteria for the exact client. Because, you know, like we have discussed in one of our previous podcasts, um, of our latest podcasts, that if uh, a man is putting all the criteria he's looking for on the paper and then read them. And if he sees that all of them are connected with the appearance of the lady, then there is a problem. Then maybe you're not seriously looking for someone to build a relationship with. Because uh, I'm sure that all people will agree with us and all people who have who had uh, serious relationships before, they will understand that it is not based only on uh, criteria that are connected with appearance. So if you put such a list for yourself, um, pay attention to uh, what kind of criteria you put into this list and if they are not all connected. Mm -hmm. Two points, because I I right now can already imagine what people want to contradict you. So uh, Mm -hmm. I will uh, add uh, these two things. Uh, The first uh, comment that I I would like to uh, to make are you work with agreements. So for you, it is so important. And some people usually they treat agreements same as internet, that you agree, uh, you love all cookies. They press that uh, checkbox and they don't read uh, what is written there. Uh, sometimes I think that men and some women, they are more excited to see the profiles when you will show me the ladies. So they don't actually put uh, as much attention uh, and they should into what was written there. Of course, you make sure, like uh, I try to describe the matchmaking process, you do it in all their uh, 
all the difficult, all the right words, I try to make it in the simple words. So we try to manage expectation of gentlemen, but they are still way too, too excited about meeting the ladies. So, so often, I'm sure you would agree with me, later on, after we have already started the process, a man asks us, but how many dates will I have? Or can I change the criteria? You know, I thought about it. Mm, I don't think I should actually date a single mother, somebody without kids. But we were like talking to you for 40 minutes. Like I have personally talked to you for 40 minutes. You have two kids that stay with you like 50% of the time. So this is why we recommend to consider ladies who like also have a kid, one child, for example. Uh, so uh, that's the first point. And the second point you have mentioned that like probably all people will agree that if you talk about appearance only, I was thinking uh, about several interviews that I had when a gentleman when gentlemen were telling me that, Svetlana, you just, uh, you don't understand. I'm just so visual. I'm so addicted to beauty. I can't date a woman I'm not attracted to. Like, beauty is very important to me. Or why else should I look uh, for a woman in Europe? Like, I can date a woman I'm not attracted to in the United States. For example, I can date a woman I'm not attracted to in New Zealand. Why should I cross the ocean? So can you please address these two points? And I'm sorry for interrupting you. Um, no, uh, thank you that you're asking it in detail. First of all, I want to say that as a person who was working in a bank for almost six years with agreements, and uh, I was a credit expert, and I gave loans for several millions do of dollars sometimes, I would say that agreement <laughs> is extremely important thing. <laughs> and you have to read it uh, very carefully when you put your signature somewhere. And also, I remember a very interesting case when you um, read about interesting um, cases in advertisements. It was uh, several years ago, there was made an interesting research. Uh, one company that was selling video games, uh, they put uh, the item into their agreement that a person who is buying it, who, who, who puts his signature there, he is uh, selling his uh, soul to a devil. And <laughs> all people, hundreds and all thousands of people who bought this game they put their signature there and they didn't even read it so that it shows that uh, it's important to read the contract that you Katerina, <laughs> i would definitely be the person who won't be reading all those uh, all those pages and usually i just uh, look where i can agree with all the cookies mm -hmm. so and it's, it's tricky because we have the same, we've got masters in business and banking with you in mm -hmm. the same university, but you're the type of a person who, who would actually read through the whole agreement. So, uh, and of course I admire this in you and this is why we compliment each other. <laughs> yes, it's very, congratulate, uh, really. yes, it's important to read uh, the agreement because believe me as a person who made uh, agreements in a bank, I can tell you that uh, everything can be put into the agreement uh, in different words and you will not understand it. That's why we are very honest with our clients and you can, and you should understand that if you sign in the agreement with us, there will not be some hidden sense 
nuances that you don't understand. We, we try to make it very clear, very understandable for our clients. And if you read our agreement, you will understand that everything is simply there. And also we try to make it simply even for our clients. And when we show our potential client agreement for the first time, we always ask, do you have questions? Please read, uh, read the agreement. If you have any questions, we will be glad to answer them. Do you need any, any explanation about some item, about the description of the service packages? We always ask it because uh, you don't have to be shy to ask if you don't understand something. It's very important to ask, by the way. And uh, exactly this criteria of the search, that uh, the, the second point that uh, now you have asked, about appearance of course um, you know such a criteria and what i always try to explain to our uh, potential clients before we sign in the agreement and even before we put the criteria of the search all the criteria that we put there they can't be very subjective for example such criterion as a woman should be beautiful okay oh, yeah. can you give the description of this meaning what uh, what kind of lady you can call beautiful if you ask 10 different men they will give you absolutely different description of this Katerina, beautiful woman two of us the two of us if right now we will be describing uh, a handsome man or a beautiful woman you will mm -hmm. have your own understanding of beauty i will have my own so beauty is truly in the eye of a beholder Yes, that's why we always tell to our potential clients that all the criteria that we approve, that we put into the agreement, agreement they don't have to be uh, subjective. Uh, they must be objective and something that can be checked. For example, uh, if you're talking about the level of education and the guy is uh, telling that he wants to meet only a very well-educated lady, then it's something that can be, can be checked because if the person has a university degree and the person who just uh, graduated from college, it will be absolutely two different types of education. And this fact can be checked. So it's not a subjective understanding of mm -hmm. uh, uh, of the, this criterion. It is absolutely, mm -hmm. I will agree and disagree with you here because I always ask people or ask potential clients during the interview and they tell me that I want somebody well-educated and then I ask them, how do you understand it? Uh, can you define to me being well-educated? And some people tell that, yes, she has to have like at least bachelor's or she has to have at least university, at least uh, a college degree, or at least some, at least a high school diploma. This I have also heard. And sometimes men tell me that, oh, uh, she has to be um, curious about learning things. So for him, well-educated will make curious about learning things. And then, of course, we will also put it into the agreement if it is a high school diploma or a university degree, because for one gentleman, it will be only masters or only bachelors. Or well, I remember this guy who told me that economists, um, it's like being an economist, it's not a true education. You have to have a degree either in math or in biology. Uh, only this type of education uh, is a real education, in his opinion. So again, here it is a little bit subjective. But if you talk, um, if you do not uh, complicate uh, or complicate or try to bore people who are not our potential clients yet, just listeners with the details of our agreement, um, and we try to talk about this request regarding uh, the lady or a gentleman, for example, a person tries to create this list on his own and to look for this lady, let's say on Tinder or on match.com, how to understand that these criteria are unrealistic? Okay, he will tell you that 
Not all 10 criteria are about appearance. First five are about appearance. Uh, first of all, I want to add uh, about education. That's why we don't put the criterion well-educated into yes, the agreement. Of course. That's why we uh, we put, for example, uh, she has a university degree or she has at least a college degree. So different. Uh, uh, we put it in a different ways, but we make it only objective. We try to not to make this criterion subjective. Well, it, it can be well-educated if a gentleman wants it, but then there will be an explanation that what mm -hmm. what, it, what does it mean that she has a college degree mm -hmm. or that she has a bachelor's or master's or a phd or a high school diploma yes yeah, so we put the definition what what uh, um, is um, meant by uh, this criteria about appearance and uh, the list of criteria how to understand that it is unrealistic so if a gentleman he made a list of criteria uh, that he uh, puts into this his future better half and he wants to meet uh, uh, the exact portrait that he has in his imagination and he put uh, he puts all his criteria on the paper then he reads them and the first question he has to ask himself have i ever been at least on one date with a lady who match uh, all these criteria of the search that i have put on the paper now Katerina, so, I would mm -hmm. even put it, have I ever met a person like that? Mm -hmm. Not even been out on a date. Have I ever seen a woman like that? Not on TV, mm -hmm. not in a book you have read, Yes, so in a dream. Mm -hmm. Yes, so it, it, to understand if it is realistic or not, you have to ask yourself if I have really, for, of, of course, it will be preferable that you have at least one date with such a person or among your friends or among your ex-girlfriends, is there someone who matches this uh, uh, list of the criteria? Because, you know, from time to time, when we see uh, that one guy has unrealistic expectations, especially regarding the appearance, sometimes we ask him, can you please send us photos of real, real ladies uh, that you find attractive and that match your criteria and usually uh, in return we always get uh, photos of Hollywood actresses there can be uh, Angelina Jolie there can be some Angels of Victoria's Secret uh, so different ladies married Miss Brazil yes so <laughs> usually uh, they will be ladies or some Instagram models and from her photos you can see that they are photoshopped and they have so many filters that if you meet this person in real you will never recognize her because you have to understand that Instagram models they always make their photos with filters or they put photoshop there uh, believe me if you meet this lady in real life because we uh, i i saw such examples when you know a person from instagram and then you meet this person in real in, uh, during the first seconds you will not understand that this is that exact lady so believe Katerina, me mm -hmm. we had such bloggers in our base and several times when they were entering our office for example she sent the link to her instagram and some pictures and when she shows up, I couldn't recognize her. Not in the sense that she was ugly or not attractive. No, she was a beautiful girl, but she looked different. So mm -hmm. I couldn't recognize her. Because the filter, it, it makes people look more like this anime characters. Really, like these cartoon characters. Like uh, naturally big eyes, plump lips, perfect skin, very narrow waist. And they look different on photos. Alien, in a way, this type of alien beauty 
And then she enters the office and she is very attractive, but a human woman. Mm -hmm. Yes, it doesn't mean that she will be less beautiful in real life, but it means that she will be different. But in your expectations, in your imagination, you will already have the exact portrait. And when you meet this lady in real life, she can be a very beautiful lady, but it will not uh, uh, match with your portrait in your head. So you will be disappointed even uh, meeting the beautiful lady. You will be disappointed because she looks differently in real life. Uh, so when you check your list of criteria, and you understand that you have never met a lady uh, with such a, a list of criteria in one person. And uh, you can uh, answer this question to yourself uh, if it is realistic or unrealistic. I think the answer is so obvious that you will not need our answer on this question because you can answer it yourself. Katrina, ever thinking about this guy, you will remember now who I mean. I think he was from Germany or from Austria, because I'm quite sure I have conducted our interview in German. A few years ago, a young gentleman, probably middle 30s, and quite handsome, and he wanted to date a lady with model looks. And uh, he was tall, handsome, this gentleman, and from what he has described, uh, he was doing for a living, like his lifestyle. Well, uh, we could have introduced him to a beautiful lady and uh, we have started discussing um, a type of a lady he would like to meet, not only the looks, but also the looks too, because he has paid such a huge attention to the looks. And I remember we have showed him several profiles of very attractive women and he called all of them not attractive. And then he sent us photos. Um, I think this was something uh, like only on the fans or something like that so website where you pay for seeing some private photos or for spending time with those women claiming that this was the type of beauty he was looking for mm -hmm. yes it happens you know uh, usually such men they send uh, photos from such sites uh, dating sites I, I can't call even dating i don't know what kind what type of the site it is uh, on the farm. service let's call yes, it uh, yes service, some service. Mm -hmm. entertainment service Yes, entertaining service, but it can be uh, photos from that side. Uh, they can be Hollywood actresses, like I said before, uh, famous fashion models, for example, like Mir we have uh, received for several times Miranda Kerr photos, um, Candy Swain pool. So very, very beautiful ladies. Russian blogger, you will tell me her name. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. She is married to a rapper, rap, yes, uh, rap artist. Uh, yes, Oksana Samoylova. Yes, I, I think uh, Russian uh, and she has this made up beauty so she had uh, she, she did mm -hmm. lots of surgeries to look like angelina jolie and uh, it's not a secret that I, uh, she is her friend i have i don't know this uh, blogger i don't know why she's famous um, but i ran into several i think tiktok videos where um, it was described that she wanted to look like angelina jolie and this is why she had uh, so many kids this big, big family anyway it's not relevant and i remember that men have showed us her pictures telling that this is the type of natural beauty they would like to meet mm -hmm. and there is nothing natural about this woman so if you look at the photo before and after well she by instagram standards she must be an attractive woman and she has many kids maybe four or five and uh, she uh, is slim very athletic so she is in good shape 
are but there is nothing natural about that looks so everything is done like from here to breast to facial features and um, then sometimes when i tell them but everything is made so it's a made up beauty they tell that i would like to meet someone who looks like that but who has a natural beauty uh, guys nowadays uh, it's so easy when you have internet when you have google uh, when you think that this lady has a natural beauty just try to google uh, the name of this lady and for example age 16 or 18 before she made up all these operations all these surgeries uh, try to check you will see the difference between this lady when she was 18 or 20 and nowadays and then you will understand if her beauty is uh, done or she's uh, really naturally beauty of course uh, you don't have to hide the fact for example if you like some made beauty i don't know full lips uh, uh, different i don't know long very long hair it's normally if uh, it is uh, fine for you when the beauty is done, when it is made beauty, it's absolutely fine. Just be honest with yourself, with your matchmaker, if you hire a matchmaker. Tell honestly that for me, it's not important if she has made some surgeries or if it is her natural beauty. I like uh, such, uh, su such type of beauty. Be honest. You don't have to be shy to like the exact type of lady. But be honest. Don't call these ladies uh, ladies with natural beauty. Because I think it's, it's not, not just... It's not just about calling because sometimes when I tell that, okay, uh, they send you pictures of these bloggers who, uh, who are married to very rich men or who are themselves very rich women. They are singers or, for example, business owners or whatever they do uh, on uh, or a makeup guru. And she has a made-up beauty. She is very rich. She is famous. And then the gentleman claims that I want a woman with such looks but it has to be natural. So same full lips, but natural. Uh, so same long hair, but natural. Uh, same huge breasts with uh, the tiny body, um, but natural. Uh, or for example, same tan, uh, but please no fake tan. So stuff like that. And she has to be very down to earth, not materialistic uh, because uh, for example, for me, um, buying a purse for several thousand dollars that's insane you could have five kids in africa for this money and stuff like that and then he sends you pictures of women he finds attractive and they are holding exactly those purses he was telling you as sacrilegious to buy like 20 minutes ago so uh you see that there is a conflict in what the gentleman is telling you he wants and uh what he shows you he wants and uh, uh, again, here, uh, the only thing that we can do uh, is, again, asking guys to be realistic. Because, believe us, uh, such beauty costs a lot of money. A lot of money uh, such ladies invest into their looks, uh, including different surgeries, including clothes, including bags, shoes, hair done, everything. They invest a lot of money into it. And believe us that if you start courting such a lady, if you want to build relationship with such a lady, you will you will have to continue investing into her beauty uh, because she will not agree uh, to to put on uh, after for example she's putting on Versace or Chanel she will not put on Zara after that uh, she will not uh, 
visit cheaper cosmetologists if she starts relationship with you. If you want a lady with this, uh, let's call it expensive beauty, then you, you have to be ready to invest into it, to continue. Because if she builds relationship with you, she will expect that you will continue investing into her beauty. And uh, it will not be like uh, she has to be such beautiful, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like some fas fashion model. But at the same time, she has to be down to earth. She has to love me because I'm a very kind guy, uh, because I'm so smart. Uh, it's not a fairy tale. If you're choosing a lady with such expensive beauty, you have to continue investing into it. And she will expect that you will do it. Okay, we have talked with you about certain looks. And of course, uh, we talk about looks with our potential clients because physical attraction is important not only for mm -hmm. men, but also for women. And um, usually uh, during first interviews, sometimes... Uh, into the process, we understand that, okay, this gentleman, for example, he prefers skinnier girls or curvier girls. Or, for example, he is not choosing ladies uh, that uh, have shorter hair or who wear the bangs. Or, for example, who have very thin eyebrows. And sometimes men don't understand it. But, uh, for example, after you sh have showed several profiles and you try to understand what exactly he finds not attractive, you actually have to like play a detective and uh, sometimes play a gypsy to read his mind to figure out that uh, the reason why he doesn't find her attractive are these very narrow, for example, eyebrows or um, very bright makeup. For example, no makeup. A gentleman describes to you that he doesn't like makeup and he would like to date someone who is very natural. You show him a lady who... Uh, who takes care of herself, but she doesn't use like decorative makeup. And uh, the gentleman tells that she is plain. And then he shows you photos of ladies who have lots of makeup on their face and tells them, this is the natural beauty I'm looking for. So yes, we can understand the type that he wants someone shorter, taller, is bigger, for example, curves or with slimmer curves or someone very, very slim. So this we can do. Uh, however, we can't predict attraction because attraction consists not only of uh, physical features. You can feel attracted to a picture because on picture she looks hot. But once you meet in person, your personalities, they don't uh, match that well together or your sense of humor doesn't match. And uh, she will out of a sudden uh, be less attractive uh, in your eyes. Just because, uh, for example, oh, she doesn't like you. Because we all like people and find attractive people who like us best. So beauty, maybe it's the first and the, the, the biggest uh, criteria. And uh, criteria in the sense that you can't actually measure it. And you have to truly feel a client to understand what type of looks we are looking for. And of course, the more the narrower you try to make it in the sense that only blonde hair or only blue eyes or only very straight nose and plump lips and uh, only COD uh, bra cup. If you add all these criteria, you understand that the pool of candidates who matches this physical criteria, it, it gets so slim. And we didn't even get into discussing all the important qualities like uh, your values, your line, long-term goals, other qualities, only just the appearance. So in my opinion, like trying to narrow your pool of candidates by looking for an exact hair color 
uh, that eye color is stupid. It, it's 100% stupid. I have seen so many times when a gentleman claimed, oh, I am attracted only to blondes, and later on he falls in love with a brunette we introduce him to, and they are happily married, and he tells us, oh, I always love brunettes, actually. So I remember many cases like that. I think the second criteria that we we discuss always with our clients um, when we work on the contract with them, on signing the contract, is the age group. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think that age group, age difference, uh, we always repeat it in our videos, in our podcasts. We always tell that uh, it will be the topic number one, always everywhere. It will be the topic number one because age difference is something that uh, is brought up very often. It uh, the the biggest number of questions are usually connected with age difference, and also let's be honest, it's a very important criteria of the search, and of course uh, we put this criterion when we uh, sign in the agreement when we approve uh, the final list of the criteria and of course the age group is a very important one so uh, when a client for the first time is contacting us he fills in the request form on our site and uh, there can be such like small um, number of questions uh, where he also including uh, the question about the age group and usually as clients they choose some age groups when they uh, fill in the form after that when we ask them to fill in uh, some standard questionnaire there of course will be a question with which age group of ladies uh, the guy uh, wants to meet uh, with whom he wants to build relationship and uh, of course we see from the beginning when a 60 years old guy is putting uh, the age range for example 25 35 or 18 23 my favorite it, yes it can be uh, any age group and after that usually before even the first interview uh, we tell uh, the, the guys that he has to be ready to review his uh, preferable age group because according to our rules according to years of our successful exp experience in matching people we have to say that we don't introduce couples with such a big age difference why is it it's not because we are so cruel angry and we don't want to make people happy no it's not because of that it's because of our experience, because we work with seriously oriented lady that come to us also to build relationship, to meet guys with serious intentions. And such ladies, they will not be open to date someone 30 years older. It never happened in our practice when a lady is coming to our office or she has online in first interview with our specialist and she's saying that, I'm sorry, uh, I'm I'm. I don't know, I'm 30, but I want to meet a guy in his 60s. It never happens, guys. It's illusion if you think that it uh, works this way. No, it doesn't work this way. And when we offer our potential client, when we start working with him and we offer him uh, some age group of potential candidates, it is based on the, on the, only on the experience, not on our desire to make our job easier or faster. Uh, no, it's only based on our experience because we know that 25 years old lady will not date guy in his early 50s because uh, for it's for our culture but not even for our culture for most cultures in the world it will be not natural to build such relationship and the lady 
uh, you can make you can give us examples of course our favorite example when there was previous uh, american president trump and it was i think uh, the most popular example of trump and his wife melania that uh, they have big age difference or also mike douglas with catherine zeta jones they have big age difference but you know i will tell you honestly that these couples they repeat from one client uh, to another we hear the same couples why because it's unique because uh, all world know them because uh, they because of their uniqueness it's exactly because of that because they uh, are not usual couples uh, they differ from others that's why you know them uh, but uh, the possibility the chances that you will repeat this exact case they are so small uh, that we can't give you such uh, promises when we start the matchmaking process that uh, we will uh, you will have the same case you are 60 but you will marry 30 years old lady uh, it's absolutely possible and you know sometimes guys they become angry when we tell them honestly that uh, it's impossible to make healthy relationship with such a big age difference. They uh, become angry. I've, I remember very well one of our clients, uh, he was uh, from Israel and he in his 70s, he claimed that he, he was not our client. He wanted uh, to become potential, our potential. Yes, he was yes. communicating with us, but he didn't become our client because we were too honest with him. Because in his early seventies, we didn't want want to introduce him to lady in her late twenties. Uh, but he thought absolutely um, seriously that he can date ladies in her late twenties because he's very healthy. Uh, he has a very good figure. He's into sport. He does sport every day, so he's so healthy. That's why he thought that he can date ladies in late 20s but if you ask him uh, have he ever had a relationship with such a big age gap of course the answer is no and believe us this guy is still alone he uh, tried to uh, comment all our videos that are connected with age difference he always tried to put in his comments that it's i have blocked true. him uh, katrina i have blocked uh, him because he became very aggressive with oh. our channel Oh, and he, okay. he has started he became very aggressive and he was uh, writing nasty stuff about women in their 50s and 60s and 40s and how ugly they are so i had to block him i want to date uh, to add one scene uh um a gentleman who wants to date like 30 years younger or 40 years younger one can claim that it is possible it is possible uh, in a very unique scenario when a gentleman is uh, very powerful in a sense that he has money, he has fame, probably he is in Forbes, and he is very successful. And of course, there will be ladies. Uh, also, I can't say that all ladies who would be willing to date him. And of course, then the task would be to find a lady who will be able to appreciate not only his money, because the obvious reason why, for example, a very attractive, uh, much younger lady wants to date a much older man who might have been her father or grandfather of course not because he has seen how the soviet union has collapsed definitely not because of that but because he has uh, can provide her a level a certain level of life she will buy a private jet and she will ha have five birkin bags and uh, she will fly from maldives to bali and their beautiful children will go to private schools uh, where like uh, the queen sends her uh, send her grandkids for example. So such women, uh, they exist. And I was thinking that 
if such a gentleman uh, like realistically says that I understand that, uh, for example, I'm in my 60s or 70s, uh, but uh, I have these companies, I have this, that, that, and I want to date a woman in her 20s. And uh, many men like that, they had his ex-girlfriend probably was in Bulgaria, for, for what I know. So in this case, I understand that probably we would have to take such a client and not to take other clients for the next several months because we would be uh, we, will, we will have to hunt for those models for him who will be willing to date him not because she wants to eat lobsters on the first date but who will realistically uh, be open to such a relationship and be mature enough to understand all the benefits of this relationship and not only uh, material benefits but also who can appreciate that he has built that empire himself and this would be lots of work and this won't cost several thousands of dollars. So I know matchmakers who do that, who, for example, take such a client and uh, then they uh, find uh, a very attractive, much younger woman, but it costs like $70,000, $100,000. And there are just several introductions. And usually such uh, criteria, for example, this age difference we mm, uh, don't uh, try to add their like hair color, eye color. Well, sometimes they do that, but it doesn't cost two thousand dollars, guys, or ten thousand dollars. It it to, um, last matchmaking gathering, um, professional matchmaking, uh, professional matchmaking alliance gathering of the matchmakers of the United States. I have attended. Um, my colleague she was sharing a story that they were working with a gentleman like that. He was 67 and he dated ladies in their 20s and early 30s. And uh, he paid them 100, uh, I, I think 100,000 or $150,000 for three introductions. And he didn't end up marrying any of those ladies. He dated, uh, so he was uh, satisfied as his matchmaker said, and she said that for like six months, the whole company was working only for him. So maybe such scenario, like you have mentioned, it's unique. But um, when a gentleman has neither uh, like Forbes reach, uh, nor his affluent in the sense that he is a famous uh, producer, or for example, uh, Mikhail Barishnikov, a legend, there will be women who would be willing to go out with him because... Uh, well, he's then Mikhail Barishnikov. If we are talking about a guy who is from Israel, he is 70 years old, and his only reason that he gives us is the fact that he didn't grow a belly, and this is why women should be willing to date him. Well, uh, if you ha the fact that you haven't grown the belly will um, give you a chance to choose ladies who are in their 60s and who are also uh, fit. So there you will have a chance, maybe late 50s, if you will course you like really properly and you will stand out among other students. But to uh, him for a girl in her 20s, that's insane. And of course, he was he, this guy from Israel, he got very angry um, when in our videos we were talking about age gaps because our words they rubbed him the wrong way. They contradicted uh, all his dreams to have this beautiful 20-something years old. And sometimes, guys, they create such silly excuses why they should date someone younger. 
because you know what my uh, ex-wife was actually two years uh, older than I am so now I deserve to date someone 25 years younger or you know what I'm just not attracted to women my age I can't imagine touching them I have heard this excuse from some gentlemen I have conducted interviews or they give you such, some excuses like oh but Eastern Europe is so poor but sure there are women who want to relocate to uh, the middle of nowhere, like in United States, and to live with me on a farm, mm-hmm. and well, to very... wash cows and horses every day with me. Yes, and very uh, often they use an excuse that uh, it's the most popular. I think I don't look my age. I look much younger. I'm so active for my age. You will never say my age when you see me. It's we hear it so often. If uh, somebody gives us uh, ten dollars for every time we hear it, believe us, we will be billionaires already. Uh, when guys say that, um, I and some much women, mm-hmm. yes, and, and women also, they have such uh, sickness from time to time. They also not so long it. ago, a woman told me that uh, my age, will, um, my real age, won't tell you a scene about how I look. So. Let's just uh, mention in my profile that I'm 45. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wished her lots of luck in her search. Yeah, so, and with guys, it also happens, especially with guys. Uh, they say that my mother says that I look much younger. My brother, my uh, cousin say that I look Daughter, much younger. Daughter, sister, yes. my best yes. friend. Mm-hmm. Believe me, especially for your mother, you will be always a small kid in her imagination. And for her, you will always look 30 years younger than you are. So uh, your attitude to yourself has to be based on some objective uh, opinions of people and when if uh, uh, the ladies uh, with whom you date they don't tell you that you look 20 years younger then uh, why you think that it's uh, the reality why you think that you really look so so you have to be realistic about your age about how you look for your age it's great if you look well for your age it's a huge bonus it's a huge plus for you it means that you uh, can date uh, also a great lady that looks uh, good for your age too so it's a great bonus if you're into sport if you eat healthy if you are well traveled it's huge bonuses uh, to you when you want to court a lady but it doesn't mean that you can aim for the age group 20 or more years younger than you are so if you are realistic about the age group of ladies that you want to meet uh, it's already a very good step into healthy criteria of the process that we are discussing today Uh, i want to add that when we discuss the criteria um of uh, the potential matchmaking process with our potential client, I'm always thinking what type of ladies not only will complement his life in the best way, not only what type of ladies have similar long-term goals, values, but who can actually choose him back. So I'm talking to a client, for example, um, I think last week I had several interviews with gentlemen, actually they were all from United States and uh, they all were in their 40s, like early 40s or middle 40s, there was a gentleman in his late 40s and they wanted to have kids uh they were i think one was divorced one gentleman was divorced but without kids the rest were never married and they all worked in it in different uh, spheres of it and 
They were nice men. Um, I would say that they were uh, averagely handsome in a sense that uh, they were not uh, Brad Pitt-like or they didn't have any like uh, big complications with looks. So average, averagely handsome men. One gentleman was already balding. One had a full hair, a full head of hair. Another had gray hair. So, but they were all nice looking. All of them were of average height. So. Uh, none of them was like one meter and 52 centimeters tall, but we had worked with gentlemen who were actually not tall for a man, like uh, one meter, 55 centimeters, one meter, 60 centimeters. And we got such men into relationship and we have married them, even though like such highs, it's a certain limitation in the dating pool. And when I was talking to the gentleman, I was thinking, what type of a woman uh, will choose them back? And I had candidates in my head, like, and I was thinking, like, what age group she is from, what type of education she has, was she married before? And then based on the ladies who can actually chew this man back and build with them the type of a relationship this man wants and needs, uh, I was discussing, like, the age group. For example, one man, he told me, like, I want to date someone in her early 30s. And he was 47. And we talked and I've told him that I would be aiming like 34 to 38. And for example, if we get a good candidate who is 33 or 39, I also wouldn't rule this candidate out because if she has similar long-term goals and similar values and matches all the other criteria, then why not? Uh, For him, it was very important since he was 47 to have kids and he wanted to get married and he wanted to get married soon. So no three years of engagement and to have kids within the next years. So... I would put at a number one criteria the fact that the lady wants to have kids also within the next several years, not in five years, not in 10 years, because sometimes men assume that all women want to have kids like tomorrow. And if a lady is 30 or 31, she can think that, okay, uh, I want to have a relationship that will lead to marriage, but then I want to travel. I want to visit China and Thailand. I have never been there. And then in my middle to late 30s, um, I want to have the first kid. And men assume that all women want same things that I do. And I think when it comes to criteria, it is very important to discuss with a man if he wants to have kids, how soon he wants to have them in the, the plan for the next 10 years, five years, three years, one day, or he's indecisive because sometimes men are indecisive, he's not sure. And of course, for a woman who really, really wants to have the child, this won't be the, the best candidate because he is not sure. For example, if the man lives in a small town and he doesn't want to relocate, this is also a crucially important criteria that a woman who is open to date him, she has to relocate there because, for example, his business is located in that small town. and That's a family business. Let's say he owns a farm and he can't relocate. So it has to be a woman who either like uh, works from uh, her computer, is flexible, uh, or who is ready to give up her job because in that area she won't find anything similar, and who actually enjoys outdoors and countryside. So uh, this is more important than the fact that if she has blue eyes or blonde hair. So uh, this is about compatibility. So uh, we also put it into the contract. Um, And of course, uh, there are some physical uh, likes and preferences. Like, for example, some men uh, like tattoos. Some men are okay about tattoos. Other men, uh, because of their religion, upbringing, 
uh, matter of preferences, they hate tattoos. So we can also put it into the contract, this request, whether she has or not uh, has tattoos. Uh, Katerina, can you elaborate about this a little bit uh, more? Uh, yes, I uh, I agree with you that uh, if we are talking, for example, about the most common criteria that we also put uh, into the agreement, it will be definitely um, a criterion about children. If a lady uh, has her own babies or she doesn't have, especially disconnected with the age group of ladies that we uh, choose uh, during the matchmaking process. Uh, the desire to have children is very important. Uh, also, uh, we don't have to forget that if we're talking about international dating, then the fact that she has to be ready to relocate and not to relocate just elsewhere, but to the country that this guy is living now or is planning to leave the next years. Uh, because um, it's a huge difference to relocate uh, to the US or, for example, to Germany. Uh, there will be two differences in Germany. She will have to learn uh, one plus language because uh, uh, not all people speak German, and of course, it's not the most popular language uh, to. Warum, Katerina, Deutsch ist so schon. Yes, but uh, uh, for example, me, I don't speak German, and uh, if I would. Ich finde something... Deutsch sehr interessant <laughs> und sehr, sehr schön. Uh, if someday I would I would need or want to relocate to Germany, it will be the first thing I will think of. Uh, it, it is the learning of the new language. Uh, so uh, for the lady who is uh, open to relocate to the US, she has to be ready that she will live really far from her family. And of course, she will not travel as often to her country as, for example, she was living in Poland or in Germany or much closer in Europe. If you're talking about clients that live, uh, for example, in Australia, uh, there will be differences in climate. Uh, it will be even uh, more far than the US uh, and there will be uh, another criteria that I included here. So her desire, her openness to relocate and to relocate to exact place is also a very important criterion. Also, her level of language that she speaks um, like you have said about tattoos, uh, sometimes men are very strict about uh, the criteria like she's smoking or non-smoker or she never drinks alcohol. Uh, also, if we are talking about different religions, uh, if a guy, for example, he's a representative of another religion, uh, the lady, we, when we interview the ladies, it's a very important uh, um, criterion that she has to be open to date a representative of another religion uh, and it's hard first... to find yes it's, uh, it's, it's very hard to find uh, because you know maybe it sounds like a not very strict uh, thing but in real in reality it's very strict for example a lot of uh, christian ladies they will not be open to date for example muslim or um, other religions uh, so it's a very important criterion uh, also, uh, what it can be, for example, um, uh, we always try to put uh, this into a criterion and discuss it with our clients, uh, that, for example, traditional family values, what we put here, if uh, you decide to meet a lady from Slavic culture, of course, um, it is understandable that uh, a lot of ladies here have traditional values, but 
Of course, this society is changing everywhere. And if you uh, want to meet a lady that has um, that classical uh, understanding of uh, gender roles in the family, um, of the building of the family, then of course, um, it's also important to discuss it and to put it as a criterion. If a guy, for example, he's into sport very much, into healthy lifestyle, uh, also it will be important to put it into criteria because um, it will be great for the couple to go in for sports together, uh, to go hiking, uh, to have different hobbies, different activities together. Also, some people, you know, um, some people, they prefer to spend all their free time at home, watching movies, meeting with friends, uh, uh, so it's more usual for them. For another people, uh, going somewhere outdoors, uh, different activities are extremely important. So once they have some free time, they take tickets to a theater, uh, to circus, I don't know, to cinema, and they like to uh, visit different places. And it's also a very important criterion. So uh, I think that now you see, you understand that uh, when it comes to the list of criteria, it can't be based only on the appearance of a lady because you, ha you should have so many things in common when you build a relationship that you can't forget about it when you make this list of criteria. Uh, once you start to, to think uh, above the appearance, what else uh, should be um, included uh, into the criteria, you will understand that there you will speak about age, education, relocating, uh, hobbies, uh, uh, the way of life, uh, Mm, uh, desire of having children and many many other things so that are not connected with appearance anyhow uh, that's why we're asking to be smart uh, when you try to make the, some list of criteria we, we discuss it with all our potential clients uh, we offer them how we see uh, the list of criteria then we listen to their opinion about it until we uh, come into the final decision uh, when we approve this final list and only after that when everyone is fine with the list that is approved we put them into agreement and uh, we, we will base all our search uh, on this approved list and it's very important like we said to include really um, I will repeat myself important uh, qualities into criteria uh, that will help you to build a healthy relationship because uh, you hire the matchmaker to build a relationship. Uh, so our uh, goal is to help you to make it um, the most efficient as we can do from our side. That's why this list is so important. And that's why we always try to help our clients uh, to build it really um, like uh, very good quality list of criteria. That's our strategy. That's uh, when we uh, start working with the client, we work as a team, as I have already mentioned multiple times. And this is a strategy that we will build our matchmaking process on for this exact client, where we will go. Because we discuss the way of life that our client leads right now and the way of life he would like uh, to lead once he is in a relationship. If he wants to have kids, where he wants to live, uh, who will bring a bacon to the table, if he wants his wife to be a housewife or to have a career, if he wants to travel, if he wants to live in one country, in which religion they will raise their kids, etc. So 
I want to recommend uh, all singles who are thinking about hiring a matchmaker or who are listening to this podcast to uh, get uh, better in their dating game and to increase their chances to meet someone, to think long-term, not to think uh, in a way that, am I attracted to this picture? Should, um, if, for example, this woman had green eyes or blue eyes, would she be hotter? But to think about what type of a relationship, family life you would like to build. And if you think about this uh, relationship, of course, physical attraction is important. We all want to date someone who looks healthy. You don't want to date someone who is uh, obese, unhealthily obese. We don't want to date someone who looks unhealthy. So it's natural that we feel attracted to people who are active, athletic. Uh, but after all, the fact that she is blonde or brunette, uh, she can change her hair color, hairstyle, and she will do it multiple times within the next uh, 30, 40 plus years that uh, if you will like to spend them together with her. So think about important things. For example, uh, for you, it is crucial that your partner is very intelligent, like academically intelligent, because you love having this challenging conversations. You love talking about classical music, museums, then aim for someone for whom it is also interesting, because this is this forms important part of your life. Or you love outdoors and you spend all your weekends uh, in tent, fishing, hiking, then look for someone who is into this thing. It doesn't mean that you have to uh, be into all hobbies that most of you have, but the main type of hobbies should, should be very similar. Then, of course, uh, if she wants to have kids or not to have kids, if she wants to get officially married or not officially married, your attitude to money, because, for example, you think that uh, it is better to save money for a bigger house, to invest into buying this house, doing a good repair, because you plan to grow here, your kids, and... You want to uh, repair most of the uh, most of the things with your hand, and this woman she wants to travel, and she believes that okay, it doesn't make much sense uh, to invest into walls if you can see the world. Your way of life is way too different, and it doesn't matter much if you find each other attractive. So think long term when you're choosing criteria. Of course, a professional matchmaker, a team of matchmakers, can help you choose the best criteria that will help you find the right person. If you don't have the luxury uh, of a professional team of cupids who would be helping you and you're doing it on your own, try to ask yourself why this criteria is important to me. Why does she have to be one meter and 72 centimeters precisely? Or why a Gemini? Or why only blonde? So think carefully about it. I think, Katerina, we should wrap it up because uh, uh, this podcast is getting long. By the way, guys, please share in the comments below if you enjoy such long episodes or if you have fallen asleep somewhere in the middle of it. Uh, so if you have actually uh, listened till uh, the very end, please write in the comments below the secret word, gingerbread, and then we will know that you have listened to it. So it will be our little game with you. Uh, I want to wish you lots of love and I want to thank Katerina for this exciting dialogue that we had with you. Uh, I think we can talk about matchmaking process and about making mistakes for several hours. Uh, we won't uh, uh, try this theory though on uh, podcasts. Uh, mm -hmm. I still like to keep them about one hour long. Um, let's wish everybody love and we will see you in the next one. Yes, thank you for listening to us and goodbye.
gingerbread. <laughs> I remind <laughs> if you have listened till the very end. Thank you for listening, guys. Bye.